Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to the Turn Yourself In podcast, a self-mastery preschool for adults program, providing bite-sized secrets, reflections, and exercises to know, love, and heal thyself, and to be happy, healthy, helpful, and holy. Together, we will zoom into your deepest, most expansive, and highest self to gain self-mastery. This is Reverend Catherine Ganev Soto. Thank you for being and for being here with me today. In the previous episode, I introduced the foundation of the program, covering the first of the five foundational tools called Observe, Witness, and Contemplate which is the core practice of the program. In this third episode, I will cover the second of the five foundational tools, the empath, mindfulness for your day to day. This will be a longer episode. Feel free to break it up if that works better for how you receive. First, prepare your environment, turn on your receiving mechanism and prepare the tools you use to learn. Turn on your favorite healing sounds, receive your favorite essential oils, and prepare to absorb what you wish. Receive a few nourishing deep breaths and state aloud, I choose to receive profound and transformational epiphanies, insights, and peacefulness with ease and grace. I choose to receive profound and transformational epiphanies, insights, and peacefulness with ease and grace. What is mindfulness? There is a formal definition and many variations of what others believe mindfulness to be. I define it as your sincere response ability your ability to respond with sincerity. Let that soak in. Your sincere response ability, your ability to respond with sincerity. Mindfulness in this context encompasses the following. Thoughtfulness, presence, taking ownership of your own well-being, taking ownership of the well-being of the whole and putting the full power of your mind in your command. One area you are in full control with is the power to choose and the power to change your mind. When you are mindful, you can experience the richness of life. Imagine eating an orange after not eating for a week. Can you imagine taking your time, connecting with it, peeling it, smelling it, feeling the textures? Imagine feeling the connection in that first bite and tasting the sweetness. Immerse yourself in experiencing every second of this interaction, this relationship, this moment. You can achieve this level of mindfulness in your life if you choose. In mindfulness, you are present and experience each moment with care, with awe, and with wonder. What is required to be mindful? Some level of mastery, which isn't learned overnight. 
Self-mastery is the journey, a path one chooses to take, to which mindfulness is an ingredient that adds value to the whole. The desire and choice to be mindful and sincere with your thoughts, words, and actions toward yourself and others is within your control. Mindfulness is a lifestyle. Align with the frequency of what mindfulness represents, match that frequency, and then radiate it out into the world in your day-to-day interactions. Have you ever noticed that when you are sincere and mindful, others desire to match a similar frequency? When you radiate a frequency, others generally want to match it, not always, but often. With care, smile at someone and either blink your eyes with a gentle nod or say hello. Then witness their response. You impact the world through the frequency you impart more than you may realize. So how do you practice mindfulness? With desire, intention, and action, plus observing, witnessing, and contemplating. Unlike yoga or martial arts, there is a physical and intentional on-the-mat practice for mindfulness. Yet the real work is in your daily interactions which is your life experience. The more you can bring the practice into the present moment, the easier it is to gain self-mastery. You are a communication device with the intelligence to control what you receive and what you give. You are always communicating, interacting, and relating with something or someone, even if only with yourself. Practice your mindfulness on the mat so that you can remind yourself, you can remember to embody it in all your interactions and communication experiences. There are five noteworthy ideas to contemplate and bring into your day-to-day practice. I use the term contemplate because mindfulness isn't something that I can give you. It can only be aligned with. I can show you where and what to study, but you choose to interact. And these aren't mind-blowing, never-heard-of-before ideas. They are well-known and utilized, passed down through each generation for thousands of years. They may just appear different in their wording or presentation. It is the simple ideas and practices that, when utilized to their potential, produce remarkable results. While you listen to these, take notes on what the ideas and practices mean for you. How might you engage with and take the practice forward in your day-to-day? Ask yourself questions. Get into the details so that you can find and align with the practices that will provide you the right level of mastery for where you are in your present time being. Remember, You are in total control with what you allow and receive in your space. I am just the conduit bringing the information through. Trust your intuition and the ideas or practices that come up through you and to which you resonate more deeply than what I present here. Utilize what works best for you as that will serve you more. So idea number one, 
is identify your reset zone. Identify your reset zone. Your reset zone is a mindfulness space where you can reside to clear out the noise and come back to center. Having it identified and ready to apply at any time is perfect for those busy days and when things get hectic. Here are three steps to help with this. Identify a reset zone activity and space. So create or envision your reset zone activity and space so that you can prepare when things get chaotic. Your space can be anywhere you are free to move in your vibration. Where is this for you? Identify up to three spaces. They can be internal energetic imagination for emergencies, but also identify a physical space. Your activity can be anything that allows you to align with your peaceful strength. What is that for you? Identify up to three activities. And let go of comparisons and judgments. Find what works for you. If you don't align with it, it won't be very helpful. The second step is to set reminders for your reset zone activity and commit to them. Reminders take the weight from you and help you in the creation of a healthy habit. Your reminders can be set for the same time or at different times each day. Aim to engage in some form of reset activity daily, even if just for five minutes and ensure that your time spent here are high quality, quality over quantity. And step number three is remind yourself to slow down. What do those words elicit for you? Breathe, relax, rest, slow down. If the words alone can create an energy of peace, Imagine what engaging with them often can do. Drop into your center and view everything within and around you with a soft and gentle gaze. Get into a trance-like state where you can take in data from all directions but not attach to it. Make a conscious effort to follow your breath, close your eyes, and shift to slow motion energy. Provide yourself the space to relax, to receive deep, nourishing breaths, and to slow down. Idea number two, start with gratitude, presence, and consideration. These are three potent frequencies that can easily alter the state of your being and allow for more mindfulness. Gratitude is the spiral energy of healing for each moment. It is food for healing. Presence is power in motion in each moment. It is the engine that directs you. Consideration is sincerity with each moment. It is the processor of every experience. Align with the energy of gratitude to feed your being so that it heals. 
Live with presence to guide yourself in each moment and allow your sincere consideration to produce the results you desire. Let's talk through each of these. Gratitude, the spiral energy of healing for each moment. Align with gratitude for what is present now as it is the food for your healing. Do so for yourself, for others, your life, your works, and your dreams. You will see the nourishment that comes from it. For what are you grateful now? How and when will you choose to show gratitude each day? Find up to three things you are truly grateful for and speak that gratitude out loud with sincerity every day. Consider residing in gratitude upon waking. Decide to show gratitude for your loved ones and all that you share with the world. Receive your own gratitude for the work you do and for your body, mind, and spirit. Might you share gratitude for the food you eat, the home in which you reside, and for the earth, water, fire, and air every day? What gratitude can you give for the abundance in your life? Allow gratitude to be the food for your healing. Let it nourish you and the world around you. Presence, the power in motion in each moment. Live today as though it were today. Live in this present moment as though it were this present moment. That probably sounds silly, but sit with it for a minute because it's often that we do the opposite of these simple statements. Presence is the engine that directs you and requires your attention so that it can do its job. Be present to experience everything, meaning be so present that you can experience everything that is happening within and around you in that moment, observing and witnessing. Can you see, feel, hear, and sense every molecule and every passing second? Allow yourself to experience everything that you can. And then be present with everything you are choosing to experience. In that first step, you were present enough to notice everything that was happening in and around you. And in this step, you are being present with, which, with each of the experiences you are choosing to engage with that you are choosing to fully experience. Let go of distractions. To be this present, one must choose to either let go of distractions and choose to receive or transcend the distractions and choose to receive. To let go with intent, turn off the distractions. Turn off your phone, shut off the valve to the stories, Put it all in a holding bin or locker. If you want to pick it up later, you can do that. For now, let it go so that you can be present. To transcend the distractions, find the place where the chaos and the distractions no longer disturb you. Use the observe, witness, and contemplate exercise to transcend the distractions so that you can be present now. Sincerity with each moment. This is the consideration. 
Consideration is the processor of each moment, allowing the results you desire to come to fruition. Allow the sweetness of consideration to produce the desired results. Be considerate of self and others. Consideration of self and others for whatever you or they may be going through at this time produces acceptance, understanding, and gratitude. We never know what life is like for others. We don't appreciate nor can we comprehend to the full extent what it is like for someone else, what they are feeling or what they are truly experiencing. Being considerate, kind, and compassionate is healing for everyone involved. And don't forget to include yourself in your considerations. Be considerate of your emotions and mental space. Life can get overwhelming, so it's important to take a time in and step away from the chaos. Take time to breathe, be present, and relax. Utilize your reset zone for the space and time to be considerate of your emotions and feelings. Be considerate of what your being, your body, mind, and spirit desires for its overall wellness. We often ignore signals because we want to push through. Recognize when pushing is healthy and when it is not and take care as appropriate. And lastly, be considerate of time. Allow time and space to prep for engagements or meetings or projects. Allow time and space to integrate the experience afterward. Give yourself and everyone involved the respect of being prepared, centered, and present. This will reward you many times over and save you more time than you may realize. Idea number three, bring it back to vision. Life can often move fast, causing you to feel like you are on hyperspeed or autopilot without time to care to stop and reflect. It's easy to get stuck in the muck when you forget to pause so that you can experience the leaves falling from the trees, appreciate the hummingbird suckling the flower, or smell the aroma of fresh baked cookies. You can get lost in the movement and forget why you are doing what you are doing or why you are where you are. When this happens, bring it back to your vision and your purpose, to your desired outcome. Bringing it back to vision allows you to align with the frequency of your purpose and thus move with mindfulness in its direction. Understanding the vision and goal for what you are doing allows you to prepare the environments in a manner that is most nourishing to meet that goal. This provides for the path of least resistance to reach that vision. While you may not realize it, you do utilize this tool often. It's a natural part of your being. Yet when it comes to habitual day-to-day events, you can get caught up in the chaos and forget. Here are some things to think about to help you bring it back to vision. First, align with your vision for every engagement. If what you are engaging with isn't in alignment with your purpose, ask yourself why you are doing it. And I don't mean mundane things like 
going to a gathering or friends gathering or ceremony, although you could do it for them as well. I'm talking about the things you spend a lot of your time and energy on that you compromise your well-being to support. Ask yourself why you are here in this moment. Why are you choosing to do this thing? Then keep digging, keep asking why, go as deep as you can. If you want to know why you are doing something, bring it back to vision. And if it isn't in alignment, ask yourself if you wish to continue. Next, be mindful with each engagement. Be present and mindful with the engagements you are choosing. Be honest and truthful with yourself. Is this engagement in alignment? How are you sincerely responding to and with it? If it is in alignment with your vision, where is your gratitude, presence, and consideration for it? Are you aligning with it or just doing because it fits with your vision? And how is this engagement supporting you and your vision? And how are you supporting this engagement and your vision? Next, let go of expectations and restrictions. Bringing it back to vision means that you know your intention. You desire and want your intention to come to fruition. Part of this process is to put your intention and desires out there to the creative universe and then meet them halfway. The other part is to let go, to let it unfold without expectations or restrictions. Let go of the expectation and outcome, but still walk the path toward it. The outcome may not always appear in the way we expect. And if you have a rigid expectation or restrict the natural flow, you may miss the opportunities for the greatest results to unfold. The top of the mountain is amazing, but the path is where mindfulness is most beneficial and from where your vision is fulfilled. If you can let go of putting all your focus at the top of the mountain, you provide yourself the opportunity, the choice to be present. You can be mindful here, right now, where the most valuable wisdom resides. You may find many paths to your vision and goal. Expectations and restrictions clog the flow. Idea number four. Master your communication skills. You communicate on many levels, including the physical, mental, emotional, and vibrational, and you're always communicating. How can you gain more mastery with your communication skills, a crucial component of your life's experience and self-mastery? Here are some things that might help you. First, learn how to communicate and learn how you communicate. Be honest and gain awareness with how you receive and respond. This is the most profound level of experience and learning you can receive on your path. Take the time to understand how you communicate. Gain awareness with your emotions, feelings, and thoughts, and how they play on each other, including the stories or illusions they create. Do you go into fight, flight, freeze, or some combination? Are you responding out of habit and conditioning? And can you change that? How do you want to respond? 
Observe, witness, and contemplate your communication style and your responses. Where are the responses coming from? Do you align with them? And what can you change? Gain understanding with your mindfulness, with your ability to respond with sincerity. How can you respond with sincerity in every moment? Be honest with yourself about everything you are thinking, feeling, and expressing, internal and external, without judgment. Then you can practice being mindful with your thoughts, words, and actions. Being mindful in this way changes your entire program by allowing you to see how and where you are feeding fear in your space and in the world. This gives you the opportunity to make changes as desired. Here are two things to consider. Be impeccable with your thoughts, words, and actions. First, let go of judgments and comparisons, but aim to be impeccable and continue to practice. What would be the experience to be mindful with everything you thought, said, or did? Set the intention to be impeccable and to gain awareness with the places you are not. How can you use your ability to respond, your ability to choose, and your ability to change your mind to be impeccable and to support and nourish your experiences? Second, be mindful with the specific language you use. Consider changing the words you use and understand that they are spells. Are the words you are using supporting you and this existence? Try changing words such as I have to, I need to, or I need to words that are more empowering such as I want to, I desire to, I am choosing to. This puts the power back in your court and shifts the frequency to one of mindfulness. You shift from being a victim to being senior in your space. And third, listen and be silent. Listening is communicating and impacts every experience. Sound carries a vibration. In listening, our being knows how to decode the frequency and will alert us to the next right action. In every communication experience, even now, listen with the intent to understand, as though you had to recite it back to someone and it was life or death. If you aren't listening with the intent to understand, what are you doing? Why are you in the, set, the seat of the listener if you aren't listening? Use the observe, witness, and contemplate practice to gain understanding with the communication experience you are having. Use your mindfulness skills to respond or not respond accordingly. And idea number five, be open and flexible. When you are open and flexible, you can bend, flow, and move in any direction. You are fluid. This level of mastery is what allows a master martial artist to sense the surrounding energy with eyes closed and to not break on impact. It is here that one is learning and teaching love, 
flowing with the threads that weave us all together, flowing with the vibration, the movement, and with sound. Let go of expectations. When you do this and you listen with the intent to understand, you will uncover fabulous treasures. Find a place of neutrality with the experience such that you don't tighten your energy, such that you don't restrict or try to resist the movement of energy. Allow the energy to move and notice it as it moves. You are not required or forced to receive it, but can you be open and flexible with the movement of energy around you? When you set hard expectations, you limit the possibilities. When you restrict or resist, you deplete your energy. What are you resisting or restricting? Where's their fear? What happens if you let go of expectations, let go of your grip, let go of resisting? Next, be open to change. Be open to change, new ideas, and different viewpoints. This provides an opportunity for fabulous creations and healings because there is no restriction, there is only flow. Find your childlike curiosity and excitement. Go back to preschool. Listen and receive the changes, new ideas, and different viewpoints from a place of inquisitiveness. What is the energy or information beneath them? What is their truth? Allow others to be as they are with all their magnificent views of life. We don't know the path that others are walking. Walk yours, allow theirs, and work on your disapproval of their path. What fears lurk beneath your resistance? Let go of programming and belief systems that are based in fear. What habits and conditioning can you discard to allow yourself to flow freely with information as it comes and goes? Being open to change new ideas or different viewpoints doesn't mean you are required to take them on. It just means being in a peaceful, compassionate place of understanding. And last, identify where you take things personally. Are you stuck in an old program, pattern, or belief system? Taking things personally will show you the places you may still be stuck in attachment and fear and where you may be restricting the flow of energy that fuels your existence. Observe, witness, and contemplate what is yours to do. What of the story is an illusion that is ready to be released? Can you dive into deeper reflection so that you can respond with mindfulness? Consider why you may be taking things personally and how doing so is either supporting or draining you. What old patterns, programs, or belief systems are no longer serving? What are you willing to let go? These five contemplation ideas and practices are meant to help you explore your life and how you engage with the world around you so that you can begin to choose with more awareness. Practice daily and you will begin to better understand the world, others, yourself, and how your choices impact it all. As a reminder, the five contemplation ideas are 1. Identify your reset zone. 2. Start with gratitude, presence, and consideration. 3. Bring it back to vision. 
four, master your communication skills, and five, be open and flexible. This wraps up episode three of the Turn Yourself In podcast, a self-mastery preschool for adults program. This is Reverend Catherine Ganov Soto, the Urban Spirit Guide. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Insight Timer. Join me for episode four, where I will discuss the third foundational tool, aligning with sacred space. Place your hands upon your heart or over your arms, around your shoulders, and give yourself love and gratitude. Thank you so much for being, for walking this path, for everything you have experienced and for being here with me today. Blessings, sweet beings.